Support comes from Pier 1 Theater, celebrating 50 years of creating community theater, supporting community voices, and sharing the performing arts. Schedules and information on Pier 1 Productions at 907-226-2287 and pier1theater.org. Good morning. This is KBBI Homer AM 890 and K201AO Seward 88.1 FM. I'm Kathleen Gustafson and this is The Coffee Table. And the topic this week is the upcoming Safe and Healthy Kids Fair. It is Saturday, this Saturday, May 6th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. in the parking lot at Homer High School. And some organizers are raring to go. I had to stop them from talking to get in here. So let's start with Lisa Asselin from Sprout Family Services. Would you introduce yourself to the folks? Sure. Uh, my name is Lisa Asselin Martin, or Red. Or Miss, Miss Red. Miss Red, if you're under the age of 12. Actually, now, if you're under the age of 18. Uh, and I am the Caregiver Resource Coordinator for Sprout Family Services and have been on the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair Planning Committee for... Um, over five years, I think. And you've kind of been on a media blitz lately. I've seen you. I've <coughs> seen you at uh, at the city council meetings, not just as an organizer for the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair, but also you've been there to represent Sprout before. You've been appointed to the library board. I'm on the library advisory board for the city. I am uh, a proud leader of the parent teacher organization at West Homer. And if there's a kid event happening and it's from zero to five, I am there. <laughs> Yeah, I I wondered sometimes when I'm in introducing people like this next person, I think, okay, who doesn't know Mike Ilg? So, but <laughs> Mike Ilg, you have changed hats a few times and added hats. So, maybe you can introduce yourself. Go you for bet. it. You bet. Uh, so, my name is Mike Ilg. I am the recreation manager for the city of Homer. This position was originally the Homer Community Schools, and we did a uh, shift from the school district to the city back in 2006. But I will just, for the record, remind people, the mission remains the same. And it, state that mission, if you will. The mission, according to me, is... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we want to promote lifelong learning through community partnerships, providing educational, recreational, and cultural opportunities for all. Well said. And uh, the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair does this. I mean, over years, it's super fun, and it brings together all kinds of people. We're going to get into a whole lot of different things that are going to be happening. And if you are participating in the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair as a vendor or you have something going on, Give us a call at 907-235-7721. We would love to hear from you and talk, and you can talk about what you've got going on at this weekend's Safe and Healthy Kids Fair. And, but before we continue, I have an amazing piece of music here, written by Rudy Maltz. Oh. 
It's sort of a talking safe and healthy kids fair song. It's a great jingle. And in fact, Simon Lopez, our uh, morning edition host, just said, I can't get that thing out of my head. Do you have that song? That's all I can hear now every time I see the logo. Just got to pass it on, Kathleen. Here it is, Rudy Maltz. Hey, kids, it's time for the annual Safe and Healthy Kids Fair. So grab your bike and helmet, and we'll be seeing you there. Be safe, have fun, do good, and pass it on. Wear a helmet, brush your teeth. If you bathe, wash your feet. Look both ways when you cross the street. Rinse with soap, wash your feet. In the car, buckle your seat. Don't just talk to anyone you meet. One more thing, yellow snow. It's not safe to eat. Be safe, have fun, do good, and pass it on. Join us Saturday, May 6th from 11 to 2 at Homer High for the 30th annual Safe and Healthy Kids Fair. We're looking forward to a day of outdoor fun, complete with vendors, games, demos, entertainment, food, a bike rodeo, and more. We'll see you there. Well, I guess that wraps it up. We can call it a morning. <laughs> well, I mean, we could just play that for an hour, but I do want to just let the public know that the voice of Annie Garay that you just heard, she is also a member of the local stilt troupe. Oh, is she going to be on stilts? Her and her stilt troupe will be performing to Rudy with the song around noon at the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair. So if you want to see some Homer magic, you got to be there by noon and stay all day. Performance art two. at its finest. Go ahead, Michael. And I wanted to add in, too, that both Rudy Meltz and Annie Garea are also part of the Safe Kids Planning Committee. So they are amazing, amazing contributors and, and enthusiasts for this event as well. Well, I'm hoping we might hear from Annie Garay a little later. Everybody keep your fingers crossed. But also the other thing, before we start really getting into all the different uh, activities and things that are going on, be safe, have fun, do good, pass it on. Who is the genius who came up with that? Don't tell me that happened in committee. I just don't believe it. Well, <laughs> it was supported in committee, but I'm pretty sure the illustrious Mike Ill to my left here was the brain the brainchild behind that one? Gotcha. Well, well, it was originally, be be safe, do good, pass it on, and then Rudy suggested we add in, let's have some fun because we have to have a jingle, and you need that that other line. Well, this one is is great, and so let's just let's just take it down the line here mm -hmm. on the program. So let's first talk about be safe. What is happening at the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair? that keeps kids safe. Who's gonna be there? What's, what falls under the be safe heading? Well, in, in theory, <laughs> knowing that a little backstory about the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair, there was a national program called the Safe Kids Program and some folks at South Peninsula Hospital applied for a grant and it's been going on since 1993. So fast forward today, the same core mission of promoting safety for kids is at the core of this function and event. And what greater way to educate parents is through their kids. So when you provide information to the kids, they will then bring it home and say, Mom, Dad, you know, you probably shouldn't be smoking. Or Mom, we should wear helmets when we ride our bikes. I'm not saying that there are deleric parents out there, but it's a good reminder that at the core of this function is to help empower and promote 
safety awareness in general for everyone. And it starts with the kids. And I think it's important to note that being safe doesn't start when you're five. It doesn't start when you're 12. It really starts with families when they have a baby on the way or there's a baby, a newborn, and we have car seat safety checks that safe kids will be providing in partnership with the hospital and Sprout. Um, Sprout in the hospital has car seat technicians, child passenger safety technicians on staff, including myself. Um, well, are they still as are they still as difficult to install as I remember from thirty years well, ago? Well, Kathleen, take what you remember from thirty years ago, which was what just a box and a seatbelt. <laughs> uh, there With is a milk crate. But a okay. milk crate was fine, and on the dash was fine. Um, <laughs> car seats are so complicated, and there's so many options. And for families, including myself, even just ten years ago, knowing how to install the car seat, what your child needs, where it goes in the car are all questions you walk out of the hospital with your baby going, how am I supposed to keep this baby safe? Right, and depending upon how many kids you have and how old they are, the answers are different. Yep, and the what needs type of change. car you have? Um, what needs does your child have? So that's one of the ways that we really support families right from birth in showing what safety looks like. Also, I read that there will be bike helmets available that are affordable and for purchase. I mean, yeah. frankly, it's been suggested to me that I should wear a helmet at all times. Been here? <laughs> yes. yes. Well, I'll chime in on there. Yeah, the, the fire department is responsible for helmet checks just to make sure that the helmets actually fit the kids. Can't tell you how many times they come in, it looks like a little you know, mini hat on top of their crown and it doesn't fit right. But I will throw this out there, just as a friendly reminder. Toss it out. People who don't wear helmets have nothing to protect. Oh. Oh, wow. Really okay. taking a hard stance on that, Mike. I am. You need to protect protect your, protect your brain. Okay, then. Yeah. Well, I do want to move on to some of the, what are some of the have fun? Unless have we, is there anything, we're going to get to some of the organizers and uh, service providers as well. So don't think that we're leaving the be safe category. We're just now adding the have fun category. And I just found out that there will be costumed stilt walkers dancing to Rudy Maltz's jingle. I feel like that may have been a surprise, but I, this is breaking news at KBBI. This is, once you open this up to me, I can't hold it back. Yeah, I have to tell the people. We're, we're doing it. It's a sacred <laughs> trust. So I think we might have somebody walking around in a big teddy bear costume. Oh, good. I was going to ask about costume characters. That's fun. Uh, there will be bubbles. Fun, right? We're, bubbles are always we're fun. Actually, we're talking fun here, right? So we got yeah. the teddy bear clinic. Not only is that safety for stuffed animals. Yeah. I'm. Uh, tell me a little bit about it. I mean, can you bring your animals that need repair? Well, this is more if you're stuffed animal falls or has a headache or Ooh. maybe has a sniffles. You can bring a stuffed animal. There will be teddy bears on site that need to be tended and little ones can work with Peninsula Hospital nurses and they can take care of their bears. They can weigh them, they take their temperature, get band-aids on them and they walk out feeling better. That sounds marvelous. If there are stitches that need to happen, that might be an at-home repair scenario. Gotcha. Go and, ahead, Mike. And the bike rodeo is also a lot of fun. This is the opportunity to remind kids about bicycle safety, hand signals, turning, 
being aware of cars and it's kind of like the kickoff event for the biking season if you will and the uh, Homer Bicycling Club will be an integral part of the bike rodeo as they provide lots of support and help for tuning up these bikes for the kids too just to make sure that the bikes are safe you don't want a loose chain getting coming off and rolling down the hill and you can't stop and so we're very very appreciative of, of their participation but it's a lot of fun kids and love it is the bike rodeo more of a rally or are there prizes or i imagine everybody everybody's getting stickers i'm just oh. guessing so the, go the, ahead the bike rodeo is more of a designated course for groups of kids it's to go through. It's more of a rally than a race. Yep, yeah. <laughs> it's not a race. It's definitely not a race. We don't want folks riding their bikes through the fair or anything. It's just designated to just being at, at the bike rodeo part. But related to bikes, there are bicycle giveaways. Oh, that's right. Is it a raffle? There's a bike prize table, and we will have bikes representing four age groups or size groups. Uh, Sprout provides the balanced bike slash tricycle for that zero to three. Then the center provides a bike for the four to six year old range. And then the hospital and SVT also provide bikes for the older kids. And when families get there, they just write their name and number on our bike giveaway sign-in sheets. Everybody in the fair who's participating, who's coming to enjoy is asked to sign in. And that at the end of the fair, we will make some phone calls after we pull your name out of a hat. And then each kid can come pick up their, their bike. So you don't have to be present. You do not have to be, you have to be coming to the fair. You have to be but there, you but you don't stay. have to be present at the, to, in order to win. No, you don't have to be present to win. 11 to 2, I mean, if you want to see the still troops and you want hot dogs, you want to have some fun, you stay the whole time. Sure. Oh, but there's plenty to do. If you can't, if you need to go check out a shorebird, then we will call you to let you know that your kiddo has won their bike. Okay, so, so go ahead. Just a reminder, that means free bikes. If there's any reason for you to come down, win a free bike. Come on down, folks. We should just really snip at Mike's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, it's it's out of doors the whole thing, right? There's nothing happening inside. Nope. So it's all and and you know I will be doing the weather that morning, so I'll make sure it's not raining. This was. <laughs> and so, do we come here after if it does snow? You can, you Rain's know, okay. We're you know where to right? find me. You know where to find me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, we appreciate that, Kathleen. Sure, I've got the weather on that day. And so I do want to talk about a little bit about who else is going to be there. Homer Volunteer Fire Department mm -hmm. will be there. Kisa will be there. There will be some fire trucks and That's ladder Kachemak. trucks. I like to tell people, Kachemak yeah. Emergency Service Area, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. South Peninsula Hospital, HEA, and I'll let Red keep going right Seldovia down the left. Seldovia Village yeah. Health Center. Yep. Uh, HEA. They have. What do they do? They have just are in the middle of constructing and finishing up their electric demo trailer. And so this is a big unveiling for HEA of this interactive outreach trailer for youth. And so I have not been in yet, but we got a space for this trailer with all these different electric demos, electrical demos for kiddos. So come on down if you want to see something brand new. Oh, that sounds like fun. I mean, there, one year there was like a giant inflatable walk-through colon, and I don't think Kathleen, you're ever going to beat that. That's the health fair. Okay. That's the health fair. That's not right, the fair kids' enough. fair. And I don't believe there's the word fun in the health fair. So every year well, we that beat was, that, hands that down. That was the most fun ever. So uh, snacks, 
I hear I heard hot dogs. Yes, we have provided by the Homer Volunteer Fire Department and the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair Committee. There's hot dogs, chips, and juice and water available for purchase. All proceeds go back to running the fair. We have some great volunteers from the Rotary and the Catchmack Bay Lions Club that will be assisting distributing hot dogs and selling helmets. So it's a really a big group event that keeps kiddos fed uh, and people being able to just enjoy the event without having to go home. Well, I hear that this is the, I hear, I read that oh. this is the 30th year of the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair. And when I was doing a little bit of homework beforehand, I found Sue Brooks was one of the organizers. Uh, I don't think she's available to talk to us today, she's unfortunately. Not. But uh, how many years has it been for you, Mike? Well, I've been in my position for 20 years. So oh, been uh, <laughs> I've been part of this activity, this group for 20 years. And it's, it's so wonderful to see that the tradition is continuing and it seems like it's growing. 30 years, let's shoot for another 30 and keep, keep, it, keep the ball rolling. Okay. And, and the other part too is that due to that fun COVID situation, <laughs> we evolved to moving outside, moving to a later date. And we found like, that's amazing. We don't want to go back inside if we don't have to. So much more fun outside. Oh, sure. Now, I, I want to know, have we missed any of, what else is on the have fun category? Oh, or you just take over, Mike uh, No, I will. I'm going to let you know. Tell uh, me what's going I on. I would get in trouble if I did not mention Bob the Bookmobile. Oh, Bob's going to be there. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, the Homer Public Library, the, the Friends of the Homer Public Library will be there. That's always a very, very popular booth. Bob is a very generous bookmobile. I don't even think you have to return the books. No. You just um, take them, I, and then I they think, stop yeah, those are those are those are yours to keep yeah. and to share and pass on. Speaking of generous, yes. the Southern Kenai Peninsula Resilience Coalition will be there with their block party in a box giveaways. What is that? There's about 30 kits to give away, and in that box is items to encourage neighborly block parties. Part of building resiliency in a community is knowing who your neighbors are, and building community where you live. And so these block party boxes have ingredients for s'mores, they have bubbles, there's gonna be chalk, they have kickballs. And the Resilience Coalition will be there to take names and just say, hey, take some pictures of your block party, send it to us, and we wanna share what amazing neighborhood resiliency opportunities look like. What a great way to encourage communities to get to know each other and to know it, your neighborhood. It, it sure is, and, and that special events like this is about community connections, making new friendships, new partnerships, new opportunities just for the overall enhancement of, of Homer, the Homer area. So now it's 9.19 a.m. This is going very well. Yeah. And this is The Coffee Table, and I'm Kathleen Red Asselin and Mike Ilger here talking about the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair, which happens this Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Homer High School parking lot. And if you are participating or you have any questions or comments for the panel, that's <laughs> you guys, you're the panel, uh, you can call 907-235-7721 or you can email any questions to Kathleen at kbbi.org. Now I'm going back to you, Miss Red. Oh, me. Because have, what are we, is it time to move on to do good? 
because I feel like we have moved on to do good with the Resilience Coalition. That's be safe and have fun and do good. The trifecta. None of these things live in a bubble because if you're safe, you're doing good. And if you're safe, you're role modeling for those around you and you're passing it on. So, well, you have an enormous number of colorful, color-coded sheets and what's, what is over there? What's going on over there? So every year uh, we create an application for participants who want to join. It is free to be a participant at the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair. We send out these applications to agencies that have come to the fair before. For new agencies in town, I make some phone calls and they start filling out these Safe and Healthy Kids Fair applications with our mission on there. Our goal is to promote health, safety, and wellness for youth in our community, building a happier and healthier community from the ground up. Really talking about it starts from caregivers with newborns. And then we just get mounds and mounds of people who want to be there. Agencies, organizations, individuals who recognize that being part of an event like Mike just talked about is showing up for your community. So I have about 35 vendors that will be coming to the fair. We have usually between 30 to 41. Uh, and it's looking really fun or do good. It's looking really good. Is that we're talking about the do good part right okay. now? I will say we have the Homer Animal Shelter and Homer Animal Friends coming to talk about animal control, animal safety, how to take care of your animals. And so that's one of the highlights of the fair. Then they have not been. I've just got my fingers crossed that there's like a box of puppies coming with them. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I know it's a lot home. to ask. That's it's a, a lot to ask. Perfect place to give it. Yeah. Yeah. If you hear that now, Jillian Rogers, please bring a box of puppies to the fair. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Yep, and if I were on the theme for do good, I want to share a very brief story about the impact of the Safe Kids Fair. Oh, please I, do. I see that the Lions Club is coming and they would do these eye exams. Well, I had a mom tell me two years ago that they brought their daughter to this eye exam and they got a very urgent call a week later say, bring your daughter to the doctors immediately. If they did not do that check, that daughter who is now an adult would have been blind. Wow. It's an incredible story. I'm not gonna share names or whatnot. Oh, of course not. But it is a preventative, this is a preventative opportunity as well. And so that's the doing good. Thank goodness that this, this young woman was able to maintain her sight. Sat down so. for an eye test. Yeah, as and simple that, as that. And as it was free, and it was just yep. there at the fair, just another fun, th just another thing to do. Much like the, you know, the adult health fair, mm -hmm. it catches these things, but boy, wow, what an opportunity that was to, to catch that ahead of the time, so. All right, so I'm going to be asking a little more, it's pretty much time to go into depth. I want to focus on, uh, although I learned you guys didn't write this part of the media plan, uh, on the city's webpage, it says that there are resources from youth-serving agencies. And so I wanted to hear a little bit about, so I know there's an autism group the and a few other and a few other people, if you could highlight that sort of thing, because, okay, still fun, but I, I want people to see the breadth of what's, on, what's offered here. Well, you know, Mike just talked about the vision screenings and prevention and intervention. So we have a lot of agencies that provide intervention services or support services for families, including the Alaska Autism Resource Center. They're coming down from Acreage. This is the first time they have been at the fair. 
and that's really to connect families that are local with some supports that are offered statewide. Um, Sprout Family Services will be there, the SPH Pediatric Rehab Department, West Wing will be there all talking about developmental milestones and early intervention services. When your child is not meeting their developmental milestones and the families have some questions about their development, then there's lots of places families can go to ask questions about, well, when is my child gonna start crawling? My child's not talking yet, what do I do? And so there are a lot of agencies that are representing the zero to five population that'll be there saying, here are some steps you can take. Uh, changing tides, therapy services will also be there. They provide pediatric therapy services and they see kiddos in a larger age range. So they'll hit that five to 12 spot as well. And I see uh, on the listings that you have the center, South Peninsula Hospital and Nine Star all listed. Is Nine Star an organizer? Nine Star is an organizer and Sarah Rose is on our committee and they're really one of the agencies that's relatively new to Homer and they support youth, I think 18 to 25. So even older, older, young adults. Young adults and their role, they won't have a table there this year, but their role is to really just be a member of the committee, be the, the feet on the ground and just show up. Gotcha. And then who am I missing in terms of youth serving agencies? Go ahead. Yeah, I will uh, chime in. It's not on this list. They're not vendors, but we would be remiss not to mention the Kenai Peninsula Borough School District. They are a youth serving agency and they are allowing us to use their facilities, their, their parking lot. And dovetailing into that, the Kenai Peninsula Borough Maintenance Crew. I've worked with them diligently to ensure that that parking lot is going to be swept in time, and it is. And so without those two organizations, youth serving agencies, uh, this wouldn't happen. Well, so we're very appreciative of them. That's a fantastic segue, talking about school districts. We do have two local schools represented at the fair. Principal Kyle Darbone will be at the fair representing Fireweed Academy, and he's there to just talk about the school. Just there to be awesome. Oh, Principal yes. Kyle Darbone is awesome. Yes. We could talk an hour about All his awesomeness, ways. but yes. I guess today we'll just focus on Fireweed. Okay. And what that academy and that school brings to the community if families are interested. And then we also have Paul Banks Elementary represented through Ani Latecki, who is their PTA president. And they're there to share information about Paul Banks and why that's a great school for kids. So really going back to that school district piece, not only is the space available, but we're asking schools to come in and say, share with us and celebrate with us what you offer to this community. Well, I can tell you that Pier 1 Theater will be there because I will be at the Pier 1 Theater booth as, as per usual, talking to kids about uh, the summer programs that we have and the youth theater production. So here, <clears throat> I'll just go a little inside for you. So uh, a terrific local playwright, Jessica Golden, wrote a play that's going to be on the uh, regular season this year called Maud of the Island, which is about the woman who wrote Anne of Green Gables. And it's, it's biographical and really interesting. It takes place on Prince Edward Island. There's great world building and it's a fun story. And, and also very compelling. So, since I do the youth theater, I was thinking this is an opportunity. So the youth theater kids are going to perform this summer 
Anne of Green Gables, which is the story she wrote, an adaptation of it. Are you a big fan of the Anne of Green Gables? I As am, a redhead, I I'm, have a feeling you might like that story. First of all, <laughs> it's the best story ever written. Second of all, I don't know where my invitation to be cast as Anne Shirley is. Was it lost in the mail? Well, perhaps you can, you can uh, provide some... Uh, some direction. I'm like Anne Shirley after the books age her out. I believe this. Right? I believe this completely. But I did want to say that beyond the amazing opportunities that Pier 1 has continued to grow and offer youth, there is an amazing puppet show that will be, uh, what, a theater display, a puppet show, infrastructure. It's a I'm puppet theater. I'm vibrating. I'm so excited. I, you saw, have a I saw it on theater? Facebook last night. Who's bringing it? Jennifer Norton, I believe, has Pier created one. this a beautiful puppet. Yeah. Can't wait. Ooh, maybe I'm doing that. Yeah. <laughs> this just in, Kathleen does not know what she's doing I at the fair. <laughs> okay, great. So do you want to add yeah, to that, uh, Mike? And, you know, uh, Community Recreation, the, the, table, the organization I represent, will also have a booth and some games there. And we'll be sharing some information of some tentative programs that we're, we're still trying to solidify. Like summer activities? Yeah, we're still trying to solidify our locations and times specifically with our relationship with the schools. They have a lot of projects going on, the roofs and all that fun stuff. So hopefully we'll have some things nailed down by, by then. And uh, we'll, related to Community Rec, we'll have the Cirque class, which is an affiliation of circus. Uh, some of those kids from that Community Rec program will be performing as well. And we're really looking forward to seeing those kiddos putting something together that for all of us to enjoy with Stephanie Cortez, the instructor. Very cool. And that's been going on with community recreation. I think I remember when yep. you started gathering up. Yep, for the hey. past few months, and it's real exciting. It's 9.30, so time for a dance break. Where's the jingle?
Hey, we're back to Coffee Table. This is Kathleen, and rumor is Rudy Maltz is on line one. Rudy, are you there? I'm here. Hey, guys. Good morning to you. Thank you so much. We were just about to play your jingle again, and I just I love the Woody Guthrie talking style to it. It's really wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a pleasure to make, and uh, I wouldn't have wouldn't have done it without a bunch of pressure from the other committee members. <laughs> but um, I'm happy that I did. The right kind of pressure. So, but also you've been involved with the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair in years past, right? Yeah. So yeah, can you talk a little bit there. about what's going to be happening with you there? Yeah, totally. We, um, at the South Central Behavioral Health Center, we um, try and have like a booth that helps kids work on their coping skills and regulating their emotions. So we usually have some kind of sensory bins, um, Ooh, something for like, the kids to do that's kind of tactile. And then um, the last few years we've been doing bubbles, and that um, is just like a great way to help regulate your emotions when you're getting upset, sad, or, um, or make, you know, helps make you happy too. So you've got strategies to show people for when they're sad, when they're anxious, when they're afraid, or, or like, well, let me, I've got a friend who is actually me who would love strategies for the other end of the spectrum, too, when I cannot calm myself. I have a feeling children can relate to this when I'm just too excited and too happy and too, and like, can't just sit quietly what's in the sensory box what's in the tactile box for me yeah yeah you know just putting your hand in a bucket of beans <laughs> will um help you down regulate that's called down regulation and um calming you know balloon, bubbles and balloons they can do the same thing um we also are going to be having some face paint and um our employee, Angela, is going to be uh, painting faces and helping kids with their self-esteem, make them feel good about themselves and, and proud of, you know, their, their faces, their smiling faces. Well, Rudy, this sounds fantastic. And is there anything else you want to shine a light on uh, about sure what's going on? Go ahead. Well, um, I just posted the lyrics for the Safe Kids uh, song, the jingle there. And I put that on Facebook on the um, Safe Kids, Safe and Healthy Kids Fair Facebook page. So parents, if you want to uh, check that out and have your kids read the lyrics and memorize maybe some of them, we can do that song ensemble at noon at the fair. And I'm really looking forward to doing that with a big group of kids. Oh, wonderful, because the the uh, the chorus is already, we've already got the chorus, all of us. So if you just it's listen to it a help. couple of times. But uh, I'm so glad you posted the lyrics, because they come fast. And so, and there's a lot of images. It'll be really fun to watch kids sing it with you. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a little bit of a tangle, but we'll give it a couple tries. And uh, the, the troop of... Stilt walkers can, you know, help us by demonstrating the song. Oh, excellent. 
Well, shall we hear it one more time? Mike is all in. He's like, yes, play it again, play it again. So, Rudy, before I play this song, you want to hang on the line? Or are, or shall we say good morning? I have the next appointment uh, coming right up, so I've got to step out. But well, I appreciate you guys um, having us on the air and all the work that Josh did in the studio to make this song sound as good as it does. I love hearing it on the radio myself. Oh, and, so uh, did you, you produced it here? Yes, we did. Well, all right, KBBI. <laughs> all yeah. right. So we'll see you on Saturday, Rudy Maltz. And awesome. can't wait. For every, if you missed it at the top of the show, here it is one more time. You can check the Safe and Healthy Kids Fairs Facebook page. Facebook page, they say, to uh, get the lyrics for yourself and be ready to sing along at noon on Saturday. Here it goes. They're all swaying in the studio. Hey kids, it's time for the annual Safe and Healthy Kids Fair. So grab your bike and helmet and we'll be seeing you there. Be safe, have fun, do good and pass it on. Wear a helmet, brush your teeth if you bathe, wash your feet. Look both ways when you cross the street, rinse with soap, wash your feet. In the car, buckle your seat, don't just talk to anyone you meet. One more thing, yellow snow, it's not safe to eat. Be safe, have fun, do good and pass it on join us saturday may 6th from 11 to 2 at homer high for the 30th annual safe and healthy kids fair we're looking forward to a day of outdoor fun complete with vendors games demos entertainment food a bike rodeo and more we'll see you there that's rudy Moltz for the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair. And um, we'll, we'll get to this one more time for all of it, but it is this Saturday. It's Saturday. There's a lot going on. There's Shorebird will be happening, Safe and Healthy Kids Fair. Plus, it's just that time of year when, when we're all working out our cabin fever. That's right. And I, what's great about this event compared to the others is a little respite and it's a little more for the kids. Well, also, you can build a whole day. You can build a whole weekend on all the things going on. You could what, go to the craft fair, buy Miss Red something, find <laughs> her at the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair, stay there all day, watch the Sea Legs Troop, still troop, get a hot dog. Sea Legs. It's the Sea Legs still troop. I was trying to find it because I knew that Annie would want us to represent her crew. Oh, so the Sea Legs are the stilt walkers. Sea Legs, Homer's original stilt troop. Tell me all about it. Oh, I think I just did. Okay, there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to know, though, be, while I have you, Miss Red, oh. you are Lisa Asselin from Sprout Family Services. So now we are swinging into the time of the hour when I want to talk a little more about Sprout and Homer Community Recreation, about the organizers and what goes into this. So has, how long has Sprout been a part of the safe, and how long has Sprout been in existence? We have been... Um either Burke to Three or Sprout, uh, both representing the infant learning program on the Southern Kenai Peninsula for 33 years, over 30 years. Um, I have not been at Sprout that long. I know I sound so useful. But you've that done your time. I've been there for over seven <laughs> years um, and I've been part of the committee over five. And I think the reason that we wanted to join the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair Committee was that we really represent that population of families that have children zero to five. And 
So being part of the committee means that I kind of offer that voice and say, you know, we've got all these great activities for middle grade kids and school age kids, but we need to make sure we have information, resources, and activities for children that are under five and their families. And that was a real privilege to kind of hop on the committee and then I was uh, all in, knee deep in applications. So what are some of the family services? I know that you sponsor, because I read every Sunday, I read about the, an infant care group that meets uh, on the, the community calendar announcement for Monday mornings that's a Sprout Family Services. Oh, so uh, we have a variety yeah. of play groups and baby groups, and we do that a lot with partnership with the community. So on Monday mornings from 9 to 10.30, we partner with Dr. Ostrom's office, and Haley and I, Haley works at Dr. Ostrom's, we offer a space for families with babies, infants, to come and just connect. We can watch their babies. We could talk about the challenges and celebrations that come along with parenting and caregiving. We offer a baby group at Sprout on Thursdays, which is kind of the same thing. We create a safe space for families and babies to connect and play, and then we offer resources to talk about development and really celebrate what their child is already doing. Because it is kind of, an, it's this co when a person, when a family has a baby, when a person has a baby, you're sort of automatically in this cohort of people who gave birth in Homer from this month to that month, right? You, there's this, I used to call it a girl gang, but I know it's not all girls. No. Nope. Uh, but there's this relationship that happens and it's really nice to hear that Spark is there to foster that relationship and to keep people connected. Because we do partner with Spark. How did you know when you said that? I said Spark instead of Sprout. I Excellent. Really, I tried to cover I'm, you up. It's that meta. Was... I'm, on, I'm on another level, Miss Red. <laughs> it's all good because Spark also has opportunities three times a week for parent-child open gym. And that's a space for young children to move their body, but also for families to sit there and just be like, wow, we're, we're in this together. Sprout's been able to go there twice a month and offer a small activity and just connect with families and say, hey, there's always more because you're right. You have a baby or you start taking care of a young baby and your friend group often changes dramatically. And so who do you go to? Who are your listening partners? Who's in it with you? And who knows are, what you're going through? Who knows what you're going through? Um, and you find that at baby groups. I am still friends with the babies and parents I met when my son, who's now going to be 11 was an infant. And so we also, Sprout also offers developmental services for children zero to three. It's the infant learning program, which is statewide. And that's if you have any questions about your child's development, uh, if your child has a developmental delay or de disability, that we are there to support families to connect them with physical therapies, speech language pathology, occupational therapy. We have developmental specialists that go to the home and really walk families through this process of finding them the supports they need at this beginning part to set the stage for the lifespan for their kiddo. Well, thanks. That's Red Aslan, and that's just the rundown on Sprout Family Services. But I want to throw it to you, Mike Ild, because Homer Community Recreation has been a major organizer <laughs> and the city of Homer. They will, as you were talking when we were discussing it with the mics, when we were dancing mm -hmm. for the dance break, that, you know, this is a part of your work for the city. It is, and as I said earlier, Community Recreation is the artist formerly known as Community <laughs> Schools, and this organization has been around longer than I've been alive. I believe it's since 1970, 
and uh, the partnership with the city and the school district over the years. So this has been a tremendous function for the, the Homer, pub, uh, Homer area for quite a long time. And as far as like what we do, we again, we can spend a whole hour long on that. But well, we almost have. Yeah, and, <laughs> and so uh, we do special events. We do recreational classes, indoor, outdoor, you know, activities, pickup soccer's coming up, ultimate frisbee, where the inlet wind band is through community recreation. We do the oh, film they just had a, con a free concert. Yes, that yeah. was all through community recreation. Great partnership with the school district. I have over a hundred individual volunteers who who provide services through community recreation. I have twenty five contracted instructors. I'm the lone employee. I do have some help here and there, but. I often say community recreation is your community recreation. It's a reflection of what the public is asking for. Oh, I, you are you are super responsive to what people want to get going. Yes, and, and folks say, hey, wow, you're doing a great job. I'm like, listen, this is what the public is asking for. I'm just trying to help facilitate these things to, to come to fruition. So I, I'm, I'm at a great opportunity, an access of opportunity to help make these things happen and we're very fortunate to have access to some of the schools and we're very fortunate to have the Hurt building which I'm going to dovetail right into. Go we're having it. ongoing conversations about how we can move forward with replacing and or fixing or doing something with that property specifically focusing on the need for indoor space and and there's no doubt the Spark is an amazing organization. I support them 100%. They're doing a lot of great things. They've taken they've taken over that the uh, children's playgroup that used to be through community rec. And when that got built, I was like, yes, please, yeah, that can go over there. There's, There's so, so much more many space. opportunities yeah. for th fun things to do with the Spark. Yep, fantastic. And and so the demand for indoor space, especially in Alaska when it's dark is paramount and we as a community need to step up and do more for that all ages all all ages kids to seniors well it's just about time to circle back and remind people of all the cool things that are going to be happening but uh miss red red Asselin, yes is there anything on your many color-coded sheets that we haven't really talked about that you want to let people know Will be happening who's gonna who else is gonna be there i want to hit them all here go um i just want to again highlight svt they will be there in force talking about healthy eating being active and taking care of oral hygiene very important we have sph infection prevention and also public health talking about hand washing and other hygiene for kids we have, speaking of hygiene and movement, Summit Physical Therapy always does a great obstacle course on the green. Oh, wait, what? Oh. So yes. there's, a, there's an obstacle course for, uh, I have it to ask this question. It can be for participants are, and children. Are adults allowed on the obstacle course? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> if I you see me have, falling over. I don't over. have children with me at the. <laughs> yeah, Kathleen, I'll pick you up if you fall off one of oh, the big red balls. thank you. I'm here for you. Uh, we have a couple entities that are there to just let families know about some great extracurricular activities. We have Polaris Dojo to talk about martial arts. We have the Homer Council on the Arts talking about their Mary Epperson Summer Music Camp workshops and more with art. 
Homer Opus and High Sock will be there to talk about. Wait, wait, wait. Who are those people? Oh, I was going fast. Yeah, okay. yeah. Slow down now. I need to know all this. Kathleen, things. do I have time? I can. Oh yeah, go for it. Okay. Who are High Sock? High Sock Homer Youth Strings Orchestra Club. I know. Um, Danny Daniel Perry will be there with Ginny Oliver, and their goal is to let families know about Violin Club, to help families overcome the hurdles that may come with getting started, if their kid is interested in playing violin. So they'll have violin play demonstrations. Oh, yeah. They'll have violins for kids to touch and hold. And they're just, their goal is to let people know string play is healthy and fun outlet for kids that promotes connection with other kids, as well as that, you know, Rudy talked about deregulation and finding things that calm, and music is a great way to do that. So after you do the obstacle course, Kathleen, okay. you can find Then I can soft. calm myself with some violin, violin music. Play. From the, the Youth String Orchestra. We have, we have some, I'll see if I can find it, some uh, of their playing Johnny B's composition on the glacier, right? That's, That's the right. group, right? Yep. yep. Uh, Mike has... Oh, yeah, we're... Yeah, go, Mike. Yep, we're going to have the United Coast Guard Auxiliary Group, and they will be here to provide information about safe boating practices and... Oh, the I hope they bring their great big seal... Don't they have a huge... Or a we seat? have a safety seal. Sometimes they bring Little Coasty, which is a boat. With little loud Coasty makes all these great sounds. Makes great sounds. Yeah. Sometimes Little Coasty comes. Sometimes Little Coasty does not because the sounds are very loud. Yeah. And Safe Kids Fair, some little kiddos do not always like the loud sounds. But Jim and, and Mary have been coming to the fair for years. And they will be promoting the Kids Don't Float program, which is a national program that started right here in Homer with the Homer Fire Department. Wow. So uh, that does give me an opportunity to ask about accessibility in terms of the fair. So no stairs, and you are in the parking lot, so it is accessible. Just when you were talking about things that are too loud, you know, you have to make, you have to have those considerations when you're thinking about being accessible to everyone. So... Can you talk a little bit yeah. about accessibility for the fair? So we have a couple main entrances. We have stairs for one of the walkways, but either end of the fair is open for just straight on walking down that one tier of the parking lot. And we have a lot of ven vendors and people like myself and Mike and a couple other of the Safe and Healthy Kids Fair committee that will be available to assist with strollers, car seats, wheelchair access if we need to, uh, and the high school is right up above us, too. So just having that as a backup. And uh, we'll, we'll, uh, community recreation will also be providing the restrooms and the hand-washing station outside. Oh, good. And there are two restrooms. One of them will be an ADA-accessible restroom. And to ensure that you know accessibility is absolutely on the forefront of, of this event. So, Well, thanks for that. Uh, back to you, Miss Red. I see the, the lists of people participating is getting tidier. Yeah, I'm really honing it in here. We've just got a few more to mention. Go ahead. We have two entities that really talk about the body. Jackie Forster has Turn Again Wellness OT, and she really works with moms and infants. Occupational have, therapy? Is that what that is? Yep. Okay. Occupational therapy. And she will work with families with infants that may experience torticollis, uh, general discomfort and fussiness, have issues with feeding. You can do a lot with the body to help infants develop. 
and then Arctic Chiropractic will be there to talk to children about the brain, the nervous system, and the spine, which is always fun when they bring their skeletons. An and interactive talk about spine. Oh, you know it, yeah. <laughs> Adjustments, no. Um, and we have one more vendor, first time coming down from Anchorage, Jade Hayden from the MOVE Cultural Center of Alaska. What is that? Well, did you say MOOB? I, I was going to say, spell I don't, that, I don't spell know how to me, pronounce it because it's H-M-O-O-B. And I have not asked Jade how to correctly pronounce it because I also didn't think I was going to be on the radio. Uh -huh. But I will get that information before the fair. Okay. And their booth is going to be focused on bilingual child development and bilingual preschools and what that looks like for kiddos. And they're going to provide healthy, free Asian snacks, child development activities, books, and other educational items. So we're really having these new entities come and broaden our audience. That sounds wonderful. Does Sprout Family Services still do the sign language classes for, for littles? We haven't done sign language classes, although we do have resources for families that like to start signing with their babies. It just seemed, the first time I heard of it, it's been a while, it's not a new thing, but it just seems brilliant. It's a great way to encourage communication. Mike Ilk? Yeah, well, community recreation over the years has provided sign language classes, uh, most recently in the fall with uh, Brandy McGee. We're hoping to bring that She's again. She's a master. But at, but at least for this event, uh, we're not having anything, but down the road. Okay. So, so it, it's come to that time where I ask you what we've left out or if you have any, like the last, any final things that you'd like to shine a light on. So Mike Ilg from Homer Community Recreation, go ahead. Well, of course, we want to thank the city of Homer for helping making this happen. The, the fire department, the library department, community recreation will be there. And the other partner, I think we are glaringly omitting. Oh, who have we missed? KBBI. Like oh, hey. Oh, yeah, those I those mean, folks. without KBBI, not just for this event and program, but for all of our stuff, we are very, very appreciative for your support and promotion and letting our folks come in and record a jingle. I mean, it's just beautiful and amazing, and we would be lost without you. So well, thank I'll take you. that. Thanks so much. You know, it's it's... It works on our end, too, because we're so glad that people in this community trust us to be a part of their media plan or just getting the information out. Uh, Coffee Table is at its best when we're talking as local as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, but enough about me. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Miss Red, Lisa Asselin from Sprout Family Services? What, anything you want to say in, to wrap up? Well, I, you know, we kind of ending on this note of gratitude for the entities oh, that have... Oh, all right, gratitude. Well, I was going to talk about kids, <laughs> Kathleen, but if you don't want to talk about the children. Um, it's been really a, an amazing thing to see a community of children f over the past five to six years, including during COVID, when we started the fair up again, families coming together, over th almost 300 participants, and really just having fun. And... Agencies coming there without an agenda, but to just have fun and show up. So for me, that's that's the biggest draw, being on the committee. Like, sure, there's lots of paperwork. There's lots of Excel spreadsheets. There's lots of last-minute phone calls. But at the end of the day, we're all laughing as adults, having fun with this community that we all decided to stay in. And fingers crossed, it'll be a great day in the sunshine. It's going to be a great day whether it snows, rains, or is sunny. And I say that because you guaranteed that you would be in charge of the weather? You may rely upon me. Okay, good. I will be reading the weather that morning, so I'll make sure it's good for you.
So thank you, Red Asselin and Michael Ilg. And who's going to give the final? Mike Ilg, will you let people know when and where one more time? Links, how to get more information? Yes. Go the ahead. The 30th annual Safe and Healthy Kids Fair will be this Saturday, May 6th. Starts at 11 a.m. and ends at 2 p.m. Located at Homer High School, Lower Farkin Lot. If you're on Facebook, you can find us on Safe and Healthy Kids, Safe and Healthy Kids site. And you can find this information also on the City of Homer website as well. Right. I just plugged Safe and Healthy Kids Fair Homer into my favorite search engine. And it took me right. The first up was your Facebook page. Fantastic. But also, City of Homer has good information as well. Yep. All right. Well, thanks to Mike Ilg and Lisa Asselin. I'm Kathleen Gustafson, and this has been The Coffee Table. We'll see you all Saturday, 11 to 2, in the parking lot at Homer High School. Bring your bike and your helmet. <laughs>